Hi, I'm Tommy Malant, a 2020 Mariah's Challenge scholarship winner. And here's what Mariah's Challenge means to me. It means establishing moral principles and adhering to them regardless of peer pressure. It means saying no to underage drinking and never getting into a vehicle with a driver who is impaired. It means being a leader and not let others around you accept underage drinking or let anyone you know get in a car with someone who is impaired. It means pursuing excellence and not letting alcohol and drugs take that away from you. It means setting a positive example for the generations that follow. I'm Tommy Malad and I accept Mariah's challenge. I hope you join me and show that you too are butte tough. Today's podcast is presented by Lone Peak Physical Therapy. Before we get to our fun conversation, let me tell you a little bit about why I will always owe a debt of gratitude to Lone Peak. My son played baseball for Butte High this year. He is currently playing American Legion Baseball. If you would have seen him try to run two years ago, you would not think that was possible. Grady could hardly move. The muscles in his legs were shutting down because of the steroids he was loaded up with during a couple of life flights to Missoula during severe asthma attacks. Two years ago, I thought Grady might be in a wheelchair by now. That is where Beth Saluso and Lone Peak came in. When specialists around the West could not come up with an answer, Beth just kept pushing. Eventually, Grady was sent to Seattle Children's Hospital and got really good news. With some time and physical therapy, he could begin to return to normal. Then, Beth and colleague Jake Corchagrosso taught Grady how to run again. They were patient, and they were persistent. Grady isn't the fastest kid on the team. He's not even close. But if he continues to improve like he has, he might be a base-dealing threat before his playing days are done. Whenever I see Grady play, though, I think about how much I owe Beth, Jake, and Lone Peak. They gave Grady his childhood back. If you aren't living your best life, call Lone Peak today, and they will get you back on the right track. I am really proud to say Lone Peak is a sponsor of the Buttecast. Now, let's get the show started. Welcome to the Buttecast with Bill Foley. It's a podcast about the greatest city in the world, Butte America. Amen. Let's meet the people and characters who make Butte the richest hill on earth. Now, here's my dad, Bill Foley. At nearly 38 years old, Butte High graduate Cal McQuarrie is still living his football dream. Cal plays receiver and a few other positions when he needs to for the Indoor Football League champion Idaho Horseman. The Horseman's recent title was their second in four years of team existence. Cal has played in each of those four seasons. Before he played for the Horseman or coached on the football staff at Meridian High School in Idaho, where he also teaches, Cal was a quarterback at Butte High School and a receiver at Montana Tech. He was, pound for pound, one of the toughest players I ever covered in my years on the Ordigger beat. He was never the biggest or fastest, but nobody had an edge on Cal when it came to toughness, mental, or physical. After coaching a couple of seasons under Bob Green and then Chuck Morell at Montana Tech, Cal headed to Idaho where he continued his football life, on the sidelines and on the field. Earlier today, I met with Cal in the coach's corner at the Metal Sports Bar and Grill for this fun conversation. Listening to hear Cal talk about his days at Butte High, when he played with the likes of Cole Salo and Colt Anderson. Listen as he talks about playing for Coach Bob Green and his favorite line from the famous coach. Listen as he talks about hitting the wall, literally, while playing indoor football. Listen as he talks about his future in football and beyond. 
I have a few fun podcasts coming up this week and early next week. Tomorrow, I will finally get to talk with the seniors from the Butte Miners, and I am sure that is going to turn into an eight-on-one argument about LeBron James. I will win that argument. I will also be speaking soon with Skip Kopervika, a Butte rad who worked for more than three decades as the club pro at the Missoula Country Club. Thank you for supporting our sponsors and telling your friends about the ButteCast. Also, please keep the suggestions coming in for guests. I will try to get to all of them. Eventually, it's going to take a while, but I'll have a lot of fun doing it. Now, sit back and listen in as we catch up with the Butte Rat, who is still living his football life. Cal McQuarrie. Cal, last time I talked to you, you told me you were married to football. Yep, yep. I think that was, what, about four years ago? Yeah, it was uh, probably 2019. Yeah, I think you were was. you're just starting with uh, Idaho horsemen. Yep, yep, yep. So that was our first year. Um, yeah. I think right before we, uh, right when we talked right there, yeah. we were coming into our first week, and then I was heading over to Texas to play in that spring league. Right. And uh, you're still playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, you so. told me you were the old guy then. Um, I'm still the old guy. <laughs> really, really, yeah, yeah. So you're, I think... Are you about 37, 36? I'm, I'm 37 right now, yeah. so a um, couple months, 38, which is crazy to think oh, about. Oh, really? Yeah. Maybe 30. I remember looking at you when you were playing in high school. Uh, you were throwing the javelin. I was like, man, mm-hmm. I can't believe Cal's in high school already. I feel so old. Right. And now, now you're the old guy in the arena league, don't mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. It, it, it is crazy. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, it's, it's been fun. Um, yeah. You know, definitely a grind for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. You, you just uh, get, because it's got to be tough on your body. You look like you're in phenomenal shape. But. Yeah. Um, I think after I tore my ACL, uh, things kind of changed a little bit for me. You know, my uh, my workout plan and kind of how I ate and, you know, did things. Yeah. So um, kind of getting that and developing that habit right there really kind of helped me and, and advanced me through the latter years of my career. Yeah. You know, 37, 38. You know, a lot of guys on the team, they're, they're like, well, you're 37 years old. You know, we thought you are maybe 30. So Really? So, yeah. yeah. Well, when did you tear your ACL? Uh, uh, it was probably 2016. Um, I was playing in a semi-pro league down there. We were a traveling team, so we, yeah. you know, we went from Montana to Wyoming to Utah to play teams. But uh, um, last game of the season, um, I think it was right before halftime, caught a little slant across the middle and uh, made a cut. And... Gave out, started playing a little bit after that uh, in the second half, and then caught a bubble screen, and then that's when it just completely just gave out, out, and that's when the pain started coming yeah. in. Yeah, you're obviously playing on turf when you're yeah. playing in arena football. Yeah, we were playing on a, uh, a really old turf, yeah. um, so it was, it was pretty tough. You probably get a lot of that. Yeah, I guess yeah, you know yeah. you're not you're not playing on as good as turf as they are like the, the Seahawks. No, like no, not at all. Uh, the turf um, for ours, I mean, it's about about an inch and a half thick, maybe. Yeah. You know, it's it. You don't have a whole lot of give once yeah. you hit the ground. Yeah. And you, you play receiver and you have to play defense too, right? Uh, yeah. So primary receiver. Um, yeah. My first year, I played I think three or four games uh, at DB. You know, primarily just DB because yeah. we were kind of short on numbers and. And things like that one, but haven't played since. Um, you know, kickoff, kickoff return. Yeah. Uh, you know, all those special teams too. So you got to fit fit in where you can. Yeah, it's a different game. You know, it's it's quicker. It's. Yeah. I, I always thought if if they started uh, equal today, the arena league and regular football, you know, arena would dominate the ratings yeah. because it's it's compact, it's fast paced. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's hard hitting. It's just. Uh, 
just a fun game, high scoring. Yeah, yeah, you know, no. You know, um, so I think it would. I think it would just. It would beat the NFL head to head in ratings. Yeah, you know, yeah. if it, they were started equal. And, and and people love it. I mean, there there's diehard fans. You know, we got guys there that have been there from from day one. Um, but yeah, you know, comparable. I mean, it's it's a change. I mean, it, yeah. going from outdoor to indoor. Uh, but when you're looking at the actual arena um, and, and the borders and the walls and your fans right there, I think it gives you a better engagement uh, as a fan. Uh, yeah. So that's where you see a lot of people really kind of attracted to that. Man, do you end up in the crowd every once in a while? Uh, I've, I've been in the crowd a few times. <laughs> um, first row, I think I, I spilled the guy's beer. You know, I felt <laughs> okay. really bad. You know, He was a diehard fan. And, and so I bought him that's, a beer afterwards. Oh, did you really? You, yeah, you, you yeah, bought it for yeah. him? I went up and made sure. That's the price you pay for front row tickets, I think. Exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. He had, yeah I think he had a beer and a nacho or something like that <laughs> hanging out. And, you know, the ball came right at him. I think he dropped both. And, you oh, know, man. You know, that, that's how it was. But, uh, yeah, I've been over the fence a few times. Uh, that, that wall is not forgiving. I mean, it's pretty much run into a brick wall. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you just you hit running into the wall probably is exactly what it sounds like running yeah, into the wall. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, you see those hockey <laughs> players get hit in the, in the boards. I mean, it's it's the same way. It's yeah. it's not easy, and, and it takes a little impact on your body. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, uh, I always thought there'd be a McQuarrie played pro football. I thought Cam would be in the NFL when we were mm-hmm. in when we were in junior high. You right. Because he caught, I don't know, we probably played like six games, and Cam probably had twenty touchdowns. You know, yeah. Him and Brody. You know, yeah. Brody throw it just Brody throw it deep. Yeah, Cam Brody. go get it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you're you're not probably old enough to remember those days. Definitely. I remember everything because I think I was on the sidelines for pretty much all the games, yeah. um, and I idolized Cam. Um, yeah. You know, I, I looked up to him. There's there's a lot of pictures of us. Yeah, he's the oldest know. of the boys, right? Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, I kind of looked at what he did and, and you know idolized him and, and a lot of his uh, his buddies that were there. You know, like uh, Foley. You know, Dan Foley. Dan, yeah. Um, who else was there? Um, Ramundo. Ramundo was Jeff there. Jeff Ramundo yeah, went Mundo. to Carroll with him. Yeah, yeah. So RJ was there. I know for a few. Yeah, um, RJ was, was RJ was a year behind us. Yeah. yeah RJ yeah. RJ was the reason why I remember. Cam used to call it the BC. Someone told Cam and Brody they were the BC connection. That's mm-hmm. what we tried to oh, call. Yeah, yeah. And uh, RJ came along and kind of foiled those plans. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't yeah. move Brody to receiver. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, I remember those connections right there. I mean, I remember the one. Uh, it was Anaconda. I think it was uh, you know the last play of the game, and Cam caught a little. In uh, junior high. Yeah, it was in high, high school. school. Okay. It was in high school. I think it was his senior year. He did it in junior high yeah, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, he he was a baller. You yeah, know, he was a true baller. So yeah, know, I remember in uh, junior high, play one time. Uh, I swear to God, I tackled the guy short. I was playing like defensive tackle in the 52, yeah. you know, and it was a two-point conversion. Anaconda mm-hmm. would tie the game, and I swear he got it short. But you know, Anaconda, they called him in. Oh yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And of uh, and I think it was the very next play, Cam got like an 80-yard touchdown. Like, and it was we thought we were going to overtime, but Cam caught an 80-yard touchdown there, and they all field there and won it. You know, not even you know, there's no stands or anything, yeah. you know, where oh, we played yeah. junior high. Mm-hmm. Yep, football. I remember those. Yep, yeah. No, but he, he was, was so fast. Yeah, and that was the thing for him. He he was he was fast, but he was just you know couldn't gain weight. That was the, the yeah, biggest he thing. He wasn't very big. I think yeah. he was saying he was one twenty three when he graduated high school. So, yeah. yeah. And he's a good ten years older than you. Yeah, we're yeah about ten and a half, almost eleven. Yeah. You know, so. Um, but yeah, because he, he's exactly a year younger than me. Oh yes, yeah, okay. I would have been a year ahead of him, but third grade was really hard right. for me. Right. <laughs> so I did it twice. <laughs> but, uh, just like Coach Green, right? But, yeah, yeah. We were both. Uh, we were both born April 10th. He was 75. I oh, was really? 74. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. I had no idea with that one. So next time yeah. uh, April 10th sits around, I'm yeah. going to wish <laughs> you happy birthday, yeah, too. Yeah, it's, it's a great, greatest day of the year. I think so, yeah. 100th yeah. day of the year, yeah, the best right. day of the year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you grew up wanting to be like Cam then? 
Yeah, I mean, I watched him. I mean, I was at practice, games, you know, I was wearing his uniform at home when he wasn't wearing really? it. And, you know, I, I, I would just, I was, all that stuff right there was just football, football, football. Really? And so, and I think that's where my love of football kind of came in is yeah. when, when I watched him, yeah, for sure. Did you, were you going to be a Butte Central guy? You know, I, I, I tried Butte, High, or Butte Central um, for a year. So yeah. I went seventh grade year. I, you know, I graduated and you know, went through uh, uh, elementary school at Hillcrest. Yeah. Tried uh, Central for one year. Um, missed my friends over at East. Yeah. You know, we, we had a bunch of buddies over at uh, Central that all went to East. So after that year, I, I decided to kind of, you know, look at it. It's like, I want to be with my friends. So yeah. I transferred over to uh, East and then... The rest is kind was of was central with that. over there on where where it was when I was there at St. Pat's. Yeah, yeah, we're still yeah, there. Yeah, right across the street from the uh, YMCA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where we went to school, and it was uh, it was a change going from middle school or uh, uh, elementary oh, school was, at Hillcrest. It was a shock. I, it, I thought it'd be so much fun, mm -hmm. and I went there. And it was it, it was there were fun times. Yeah, but school was not fun at all. It was I, it was know, tough. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. strict. And Definitely not prepared for that one. So yeah. and, then, and then you know adding some of the other classes that. The public schools don't offer. I mean, it was yeah. definitely a change, real, real. Yeah, yeah, a little bit different. Yeah. Now, you're. Um, how many kids are in the family? Uh, there's five total, and they're all so, with the C. That all with the so C. We got Kim, Kim, Cam, Cam, Cal, Clay, and what's yeah, the, Chrissy. Chrissy. That's, yeah, Chrissy. I, I know that. And then Carl's in there. I think Chrissy's what I see probably seen the most over yeah. the years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chrissy. <laughs> I couldn't remember her name. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, five of us right there, all C's. You know, and then you got yeah. Carl, and then then Lynn. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Big well, family. isn't uh, isn't Cam named after your dad's initials? Is, it Carl, uh, is his middle yeah, name Andrew? Yeah, it's Cam Cam Andrew McQuarrie. So yeah, it all initialed out to, to <laughs> Cam. Yeah, it's 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 a weird thing. Yeah, yeah so. it's pretty cool though. I yeah, mean, something you guys all have in common. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We we got all that in common right there, and you know a lot of the. Uh, um, grandkids, you know, my uh, nieces and nephews, yeah. um, a lot of them start with C's too. Really? So, you know, we're kind of Well, well Cam's got a daughter playing basketball for Central. Yeah. I've been reffing some of their games during the summer league, mm -hmm. and she's pretty good. Yeah, she's uh, she's gotten tall in the yeah. last uh, about two years right yeah, there. She's not she's, afraid to shoot. No, she's, she's not. knock it down. Yeah, we, we uh, when I'm at the house, uh, mom, mom, dad's house, when I visit, we, we go out and shoot hoops. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm... I'm teaching a little bit on that right. one but uh but i went and watched her play a few times she's really really good so she's yeah. gonna be smooth i think she's gonna be a you know a potentially a varsity player this year for uh, for central i think for sure yeah, yeah. i think she'll definitely yeah. see some yeah. time which is gonna be really awesome pretty cool yeah now did you play much basketball yeah you know i played all the way up until my senior year yeah. so you know halfway or i guess three four games into my senior year okay. i just kind of said you know I'm, I'm done with it um you know, just personal issues that I was kind of dealing with on that time. And, yeah. and so basketball wasn't a thing that I wanted to do at that moment. So definitely regret it, you know, definitely regret not. Uh, yeah, because you, you, know, you graduated out, 04, right? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. that was the year that yeah, they, they went to state title. title game. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely regret it. But, you know, to kind of seeing how those guys progressed, it was awesome to see. That was a, that was a great year because, well, the year before they lost, or for a couple years, though, it seemed like they lost every close game. Mm -hmm. And then they were doing that earlier in the year, and then mm -hmm. they just started putting it together. And slow, then they beat Sentinel. Yeah. Butte High Gym. Yeah. You could just see it coming. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was a really good year for them. Um, were you in just the crowd? Kinda, oh, yeah. I, I, was, I was what the uh, Hyper Hool or uh, the, uh, the Civic the Center. Civic City Psychos. Psychos yeah, yeah, Civic yeah. Center Psychos. Yeah, I was part of that crew right there. So it was, it was fun to see. I mean, they just kind of started gelling uh, halfway through the season. And, um, you know, really kind of took everybody by surprise yeah. during the season. And, you know, that championship game when they played, uh, what was CMR, 
Um, that was a really, really good yeah, game. What a fun atmosphere. It was. was. It was probably one of the best ones I've seen, yeah. That whole year was pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Was, was Charlie Cox playing for... For Hellgate, then? Uh, was he a little bit younger? Yeah, he was. Yeah, so was I, that I year when, they threw that the ball, when the cheerleaders threw the balls into the crowd right, right. at the end of the game. Yeah, yeah, he was there. Strategic yeah. mistake. That's <laughs> yeah, been a long time since I've heard that name. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was the one that they had a lot of fun with when, you know, they were taunting him when he made a foul. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and stuff. yeah, yeah. So yeah. were you one of the leaders? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Who else was who was Kaneen? Was he Tony Kaneen? Was he a little younger? Uh, he was a little younger. That was uh, probably with Clay. Okay, because yeah, yeah, he was he was one of the leaders. I remember the yeah. Yeah. yeah, with the with the hooligans or the psychos, yeah, yeah, yeah. The psychos. Yeah, you no. were a hooligan too. I was a hooligan too. Yeah, yeah. No, I did it all right there. So yeah. um, definitely supported all the basketball teams for sure. Yeah, and in football, you played quarterback. Yeah, uh, I think I played my whole career. You know, from little guy football to um, junior high, all the way high school quarterback. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you know, I played a little receiver my junior year. Um, just to kind of get some uh, PT on the varsity. Yeah. Um, so I was able to kind of fit in to, to get receiver. And then then I kind of rolled into uh, receiver after that one. I think my first time being an actual true receiver was going down to Hawaii and playing like a little, uh, um, there was a some sort of classic down there. Oh, uh, really? King Kamehameha classic that we played in. So I was able to play receiver right there and fell in love with it. it was you so liked fun. it, huh? Yeah, yeah. Would you, uh, you played quarterback back when with Coach Salo, didn't he, he wasn't exactly a wide open and uh, run and shoot passing offense when you. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. He liked to run the ball 45 times mm-hmm. a game. Yeah. Yeah, because we had Schulte for my first two years, and then uh, Salo came in my yeah. junior senior year. Um, but yeah, we uh, we run 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 heavy, and, and just kind of it's it's funny to see the offense that we ran uh, in high school. We actually run that little bit of that one, and um, uh, for the high school oh, that I'm really? coaching at too. Yeah, we're running that kind of wing T style. Uh, offense, you know, we'll spread it out a little bit, but yeah, it was it was really really similar to what we were doing. Really, so. is that what it was? Kind of a wing team? Because yeah. I never got to watch Bulldogs play yeah. football back in those days. Because uh, Pat Ryan and then Carl Hennel were covering, and I mm-hmm. got sent to cover. I was covering Dylan a lot. Yeah, you know, because I was I didn't get to pick what I wanted when I was at the Standard. You yeah. know, I, I got told where to cover, what to, to cover. Yeah. But I didn't get to watch that team. But I remember how every game you guys had your senior year it seemed like you were you could have you were you were zero and nine, which mm-hmm. Colt as Colt said. Should be one and nine because that should be a forfeit the, win. The Canadian team, yeah. 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 But yeah. but you guys you guys easily could have been, you know, seven and two. Yeah, it, or, you know six you know mm-hmm. six and three something like that. I mean I, I don't know, I don't know what happened that year, but it just yeah. felt like the ball didn't bounce our way. Yeah. Um, you know, which is unfortunate uh, to have a season like that one. But uh, um, yeah, I mean we're close. We're close in every single game. I think the one game that we really got truly just blown out was uh, Helena High. Yeah. I think it was our se- second game of the season. Uh, we just didn't have it. We're, our mojo wasn't there. I think we put a lot into when we played Flathead the first game. It was, yeah. uh, you know, that was that was a tough one. You know, we, we came to the, yeah. the wire on that one and I think lost what thirteen to seventeen something yeah. like that. But um, but yeah, it was it was a tough season, you know, overall. But we played hard, you know. Yeah, we definitely played hard. And you guys played down at Bulldog Memorial Stadium. Yeah. Do you were you jealous when you come back and see what Naranchi's like? For yeah, I know. Yeah, we. Uh, I was actually here a couple weeks ago for the Shrine game. Um, yeah. My little nephew was in it, but uh, yeah, just going to the stadium, it, it just kind of brought back a lot of uh, memories, you know, practice yeah. and things like that. Summer condo there. Uh, but it's a cool atmosphere. I think it's one of the best stadiums, obviously, in the state of Montana. But yeah. if you look down in Idaho, um, probably one of the best atmospheres throughout those two states right there. Really? I'd prefer a game in, in Bulldog 
Memorial Stadium, you know, <laughs> yeah. back then. But uh, right now, for what we got with the ranch, yeah, I mean, it's yeah. it's awesome. Who's your nephew? Who's your nephew that played in Shrink? Yeah, uh, Caden Hansen. I uh, played for Dylan. Okay, yeah, I didn't yeah. realize that was your nephew. Yeah, man. yeah. So that's Chrissy's kid. Yeah, is he going to play college? Yeah, he's going to nice scholarship to uh, Carroll College, which. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it's Cam loves it, you know. Obviously, yeah, Cam's you know, a big he fan, went, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. He went to Carroll, but uh, you know, me and Clay, we were hesitant to kind of really like him after that one, but yeah, uh, we decided yeah. to kind of give him five years. Yeah, that's quite the family rift there, the Tech Carroll rivalry yeah. between brothers. Yeah, it's 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 a lot of fun, you know. When uh, when we used to play, you know, Cam was always giving us a little something before the game, you know, Carroll this, Carroll that. Oh, one. was he? But you know, at the end of the day, you know, he's he's rooting for us, but yeah. Uh, yeah, it was he a little bit of know it for sure, yeah, though, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was, it was, it was fun to, you know, kind of have that right there. But I'm excited for him. You know, I think he's got a great opportunity going up there and, yeah. and really competing and, and being a player. Yeah, that there used to be such a huge pipeline. Central kids, right to Carroll. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know, he, your, your brother got to play for Bob Petrino. Yeah, he got yeah <laughs> old Petrino. Yeah, putter right there. Yeah, yeah. He uh, uh, he talks a lot about that uh, yeah. when he was playing over there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you you played for Bob Green, which yep. a lot different personality than Bob Petrino. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bob Green, love that guy to death. I mean, yeah. he's he's been in my corner from day one, and and you know respect him. You know, I coached with him. Yeah. Uh, you know, but playing for him it was awesome. I mean, he he gave everybody the full on attention. You know, he was a he was always a guy that was gonna lift you up, but also kind yeah. of tear you down at the same same time. But he was just a great mentor, a great leader. Yeah. Well, you, you were going through the recruiting process same time as Colt Anderson was. Yeah. And of course, Colt was notoriously underappreciated coming out of mm-hmm. Butte High School. Yeah. You know, he had a walk on. Could have played. He could have had a scholarship at Tech. Yeah. He had a walk on. You know, with the Grizzlies and worked out pretty well. Mm-hmm. Did you see him did, when you were playing with him? Did you think he'd be that good? Uh, I mean, I thought he had it all. I mean, yeah. just kind of growing up with him, and you know, we we're always competitive. Did you guys? You went to Hillcrest together, probably. Yeah, we, we, yeah, we, everything. I mean, we're yeah. we're pretty good buddies. Uh, you know, going through uh, our childhood. Um, but yeah, I, I knew he was gonna be able to do it. Um, you yeah. know, when he went to uh, Montana, you know. I was always down there, you know, he, he talks about that one bedroom apartment that he was living yeah. in, and that's true right there, because I had to yeah. stay He talked in, his brother into sleeping in the Yeah, I think, I think Bo couch. was sitting in the, you know, he slept in the uh, the bedroom, and Colt had a little hammock or a couch right there, and I had yeah. to sleep, you know, some corner, you know, when I had to stay there, but uh, but it was all good. But, uh, you know, yeah, he, I mean, watching him play at Montana was uh, was amazing. I mean, he... He's just a guy that was working hard, and he, he did that his yeah. whole life, you know, growing up. I mean, that, that's all he did. I mean, yeah. sports, sports, sports. Congratulations to this week's Lescovar Honda Athletes of the Week, Maeve Ellison and Jack Nyland. Ellison takes home the girls' honor after a stellar season on the Northwestern Energy Team in the Copper City Softball League's Coach Pitch Division. Her coaches could tell from the start that Maeve loved softball and was determined to learn the game. They say it was so much fun to see how much she improved throughout the season, becoming a better hitter and learning how to throw and field the ball. She always played with a positive attitude, was a good listener, and showed great hustle. She was fun to coach, her coaches say. They expect her love for the game to grow and grow over the years. Nylon takes home the boys' award after helping the CCCS Butte Motorman team win Butte's senior Little League title. Nylon blasted a two-run double to spark a five-run rally as the Motorman overcame a 2-0 deficit to knock off the Knights of Columbus Athletic Club 8-4 in the championship game at Three Legends Stadium. Nyland, a leader for Class Clown Honors for Butte High's Class of 2027, also took a bases-loaded beanball for his third RBI of the title game. Congratulations, Maven Jack, and thank you, Lescovar Honda, for recognizing the hard-working young athletes of the mining city. 
Hey, Butte America, Jeremiah Shields here at Lescavar Honda with some fantastic news. For the month of July, when you bring your vehicle in for a detail, we will give your vehicle a fresh coat of wax at no extra charge. That's a $50 savings, folks. Need a windshield or paintless dent repair? Take $50 off. Have a chip in the windshield? Just $20 a chip. At Lescavar Honda, we got you. Stop on down and see us. Lescavar Honda. Are you looking for a place to host a special event or a party? Or just looking for a drink served by the best mixologist in town? Look no further than 51 Below Speakeasy and Casino. Take a step back in time and enjoy some of our signature cocktails such as an Old Fashioned or a Pink Mate. Stop in for happy hour Monday through Thursday from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. and 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. Friday and Saturday for $2 cans of your favorite beer or two for five seltzers or well mixers. Or try one of our tap beers for just $5 along with weekly specialty cocktails. Located underneath the Miner's Hotel, where Butte locals receive a 20% discount on rooms, 51 Below has live music every Friday night. So stop by 51 Below Speakeasy and Casino for a good time with good friends and great drinks. And don't forget to dial 5. Lockmer Plumbing is more than Butte's complete union plumbing shop. Whether it is sponsoring Little League Baseball, High School Athletics, Montana Tech, Youth Racing, 4-H, Mining City Christmas, Action Inc.'s Homeless Solution Program, Head Start, or Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Butte, Lockmer Plumbing is always looking out for the people of the mining city. Owned and operated by Troy and Amy Lockmer since 2002, Lockmer Plumbing can handle all your residential, commercial, and industrial plumbing needs as well as making repairs and installations on all plumbing and boiler systems. In the heart of Uptown Butte, Lockmer Plumbing can also assist on new construction and planning for your new home or development. Call 406-782-2224 or visit LockmerPlumbing.com today. Lockmer Plumbing has your pipes covered and so much more. This message is brought to you by Anode Designs in Anaconda. I know what you're all thinking. Fully, you twit. Why are you letting this Anaconda hack get connected with the Butte cast? Well, folks, money talks. Anode Designs is a printing and direct-to-garment shop in Anaconda. But that's not all we do. We actually specialize in embroidery and graphic design. We also dabble in sign creation and vinyl banners, also decals for your motor vehicles. Now, there are so many great options for screen printers out there. Take 5518, for example. You all know the work John and company do in Butte. And like me, they support local guys like this who started a podcast. Really original. But if your current printer is too busy to get your job done in a timely fashion, why not give us a try? For a limited time only, all new businesses who place an order with Anode Designs will get their screen, embroidery, and graphic design origination fees waived. Just call 406-563-0121 or email anodedesignsllc at gmail.com and use the code FOLEYWHO during the consultation. Anode Designs is a proud supporter of the ButteCast and is pushing hard to get more Anaconda talent on the show. Don't just take it from me. Listen to the buttery smooth voice of a Butte legend tell you. There's two things we like about Butte. It's 24 miles away and Tom O'Neill. Welcome to Copperhead Country. Well, he was uh, one of my favorite athletes is, was his partner at safety, his, his mm-hmm. you yeah, know, Cole. Salo. And I, I love watching him play. I remember when he was a freshman playing on mm-hmm. the varsity basketball team in the playoff game yeah. up in Hell in the Capitol. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what uh, when Mike Anderson was in talking to us at the newspaper saying that Colt's going to walk on with the Grizzlies. And I was like... Why doesn't he just go tech, go to Tech and start for four years with with Salo? Right, right. And uh, instead of sitting on the bench for four years, and that that right there is why 
I'll never have a job as a general manager or athletic director or head football coach or anything because right. I, I didn't, uh, of course, I didn't, as I said, I didn't see him play football. Mm-hmm. You know, I just, I saw him play basketball. Yeah. And uh, boy, but he, he, he sure had a good career. Oh, yeah. yeah. Of course, Salo did too as well, you know. Yeah, Cole, I mean, he was, he was, he was our, uh, our leader on defense. I mean, yeah. he, he, he played hard. He, he was smart. I mean, the, yeah. the cool thing about those two guys, um, they're knowledge-wise about the game. They just knew what was going on, and they yeah. knew how to get in the right places and at the right time. Because you know they were undersized, but uh, but they uh, they definitely didn't play yeah. like they were they were that size. Yeah. Well, they had toughness, smarts, mm-hmm. and instinct. You know, that's that's hard to uh, come by. You know, yeah. especially at the safety position right there. I mean, just you don't see a ton of guys that have that that instinct yeah. to to really anticipate things happening. Yeah, you probably hate going against a guy like that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's yeah, it's it's definitely <laughs> tough. You know, but when yeah. you study them, you know, you kind of get their little little tweaks and what they yeah. do, and so yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're probably pretty good at studying that by now. Yeah, I mean, I've watched my fair share of film. Uh, yeah. You know, obviously just going through college, but uh, you know. Uh, coach in high school. I mean, they were always in the film and, and evaluating, yeah. and then you know, with the horsemen, I was watching that game film, making sure that we're uh, ready yeah. to go. So it's constant, yeah. nonstop. Yeah, I got on my phone 24/7. <laughs> what was it like going through the recruiting process with Coach Green knocking on your door? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It was cool. I mean, I, I didn't. Uh, you know, I didn't get any any real looks. You know, besides uh, tech, and so you weren't a huge coming out of high school. No, I you mean, weren't tiny, but you were. Yeah, I won 60, 65, yeah. You know, five eight. You know, but yeah. but skinny, oh, is that skinny. all you were about five eight then? Yeah, about five eight, five nine. Yeah. Um, grew a little bit, a little bit in college, but uh, but yeah, you're I mean, bigger than Clay though. Yeah, yeah, bigger than both Cam and Clay. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, and still bigger both of them. So <laughs> you know, I just let them know about that. Yeah, but, um, but yeah, it definitely wasn't. Uh, you know, a big name come out of high school. You know, it's just it was tough to um, to do that when we had a, a running offense. Yeah, uh, which is fine. You know, it, it you know the things kind of happen for for a reason. And you know, I remember Coach Green. He called me. She was probably seven o'clock in the morning. You know, every week. You know, hey, you know, when are you coming up to uh, to tech to take a visit? We'd like to have you come up here. And my mom was getting kind of annoyed. She's like, hey, so this Coach Green doesn't stop calling. You know, I don't know if you're going to be able to go there. Uh, but, yeah, I ended up taking a visit up there, um, you know, walked campus. Because I never really went up to Tech when I was growing up. Um, you know, but actually seeing the, ex- the campus and the experience and meet some of the guys, I thought it was really, really cool. And just being at home um, wasn't the big part. Yeah. I think the... Uh, the conversation was, "Hey, let's let's go to Tech, but uh, you know, stay at mom and dad's." So that yeah. was a, that was a huge plus right there. That was a win-win. Did Did you consider Carol at all? Uh, you know, I did. I mean, you know, at that time right there, Carol's winning their national titles. Um, yeah, and they were the the team that everybody wanted to go to for sure. Um, you know, try to pursue it. Um, try to get my film in. You know, didn't get really any responses from that one. Um, but you know, honestly, I think at the end of the day, if you look at it, I'm I'm happy to be at, at Tech. Yeah. I think, you know, with being under Coach Green, being at home right there was uh, um, definitely something that, you know, was was worth the the wait. Yeah, it uh, you were part of some really fun teams. Mm-hmm. Some of my funnest uh, games were that era. You know. Oh yeah, covering the especially yeah. Tech when you played Carroll. Well, one of the one of the best games I've ever been at is still probably one of the most heartbreaking games that I, I I look at the box score sometimes just to see if it really happened. But was that it was a Marcus Miller or Digger Killer game I call up that you know it was uh-huh. the day before my son was born. Yeah, you know it was uh, and you guys had I mean I, the stats were just it was like twenty some first downs to four. 
It yeah. was, the yardage was like 400 to 97. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they just had Marcus Miller had two pick sixes and mm -hmm. he has to kick a field goal. And they win 17-14. Is that still that – obviously it still stings, I can tell by just uh, Yeah, I mean uh... – that that one that one really stung. I mean, yeah. the one my senior year when we lost ten to six. I mean, obviously, I think that one stung a little bit more yeah. just because we had them right there. But you know, again, we we had them up at uh, up at Carroll. Was that the game Ritter played? Did yeah, Ritter played down here. Yeah, he was the quarterback. When he he dove past Stephen yes. Burns on yeah. the for the yeah. pylon. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely have visions of that right now. Um, but that that Miller game, um, yeah, it was wild. I've never experienced a game where. One guy took over and did everything. Yeah. I've never seen that happen before. And uh, scored you know, all seventeen points. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hey, more power to him. He I put him he, in he their hall out. of fame. Yeah. He was not in their hall of fame without yeah. that game. He 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 balled out the game, and you yeah. know he made his mark right there. But uh, yeah, it was it was a tough one to swallow because you know I think, you know, I, gosh, I, I think that was my junior year maybe. Um, yeah, oh seven. Yeah, oh seven. I think uh, Kegel was QB, and I think at that time. Comac. Oh, it was Comac. Yeah. Okay. He's yeah, one Comac. of my all-time favorite tech quarterbacks. And I think that was pretty early in his career when he yeah. started. Um, yeah, it might have been his first year starting. Yeah, yeah, because we, we, I mean, we had it. We, we, we had the plays. We, we, you know, we ate up yeah. the yardage and we ate up the time and we, we were we did down everything there, right. Did everything right. We just had two critical errors and yeah. a field goal that just, I mean, it's crazy how that happens. I mean, yeah. it's. It's pretty rare for somebody to come in and have two pick sixes in a yeah. game. I remember after the, after the game, I was waiting, you know, I go talk to Coach Green and stuff, and mm -hmm. I talked to Marcus Miller, but I was waiting outside the restrooms there, and there's some guy in there screaming, a tech, a tech dad. I, I think I assume he was a dad saying, "That's a win for Tech. We dominated. And that's a win for Tech." I'm like, "There's no moral victories today." No. You know, because and then I went and saw Coach Green, and he would have thought that someone just died you know mm -hmm. it was it was the most distraught I've seen coach green and, and oh, yeah. he's always got a brave face on mm -hmm. he didn't that day yeah I mean when you play Carroll when, when I was going to school yeah. you know playing Carroll was uh it was a big deal oh, I mean it was crazy it was crazy it was the game of the year that you you marked on your calendar but uh yeah I mean um going in the locker room after that uh I mean obviously the, the atmosphere was not good yeah um you know but uh yeah, we, we just we just couldn't pull it out, and you know, just having moral victories. I don't really believe in those moral victories no. at all, um, especially the last game of the year. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and especially Carroll. I mean, yeah. you don't take moral victories right there. I mean, yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, it was it, those those are tough ones. And all those all those Carroll games, I you know had vivid yeah. memories. That must have been fun walking through the crowd from mm -hmm. the locker room to, to the field at Nelson Stadium? Yeah, I, uh, I, I tell guys all the time, you know, that are looking to go in the frontier. I was like, you know, I remember my times, you know, playing, going through Carroll's uh, um, tailgate, because uh, you had everybody there. I mean, you go yeah. through it, and you, people were yelling and screaming you, you know, and, and uh, just going through that one really amped you up. Yeah. You know, I, I think that was probably one of the best atmospheres. I really love playing, uh, what is it, Nelson Stadium yeah. up at Carroll. Love playing there. I think that's one of my... Uh, you know, all-time favorite besides, uh, you know, a tech. But, uh, um, yeah, it was wild. Yeah. And you, you didn't – you missed the turf by about five years, I think. Yeah, so – I think it was 13 was the first year of the turf. Mm, yeah, we put in the scoreboard um, right after I graduated. Oh, so you missed the, you missed the Jumbotron too, huh? Yeah, I was there when um, <laughs> I was coaching, yeah. you know, there. Uh, so I was able to experience on the sideline, which is really, really cool. But then uh, after – I went down to Boise, that's when they put the turf in. So I think it was, what, 2012 uh, that they put the turf in. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, just missed it. You know, a lot of talk before that one in our 06, 07 season that we're going to get the Jumbotron. 
and we're going to install the turf, but, yeah. uh, you know, obviously. It took a little time. Yeah. yeah. yeah so there's a lot of money had to be raised. Yeah. And I think Clay missed it by a year, too. So, oh, you, you know, know? I, I missed the Jumbotron. He missed the, the turf. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, you coached your brother then. I did. Yeah, it was, that was cool. That was yeah. really, really cool right there. So I was able to coach my brother and, you know. It, it was interesting. You're, you're, you're coaching guys that uh, you're buddies with. You know, yeah. a lot of my friends were still on the team. Yeah. You know, and uh, uh, it's, yeah, a hard, it's probably hard to take that step to being your buddy to, hey, you better listen to yeah, me. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. Uh, you know, my first year was, was a little rocky in terms of, you know, just coaching and understanding being a college football coach. Uh, obviously, learned a lot. Um, you know, going with uh, Coach Morell yeah. um, his first year, I mean, Coach Green, I kind of knew his system and, and how he rolled and what was going to He probably happen. knew all of his lines by then. Yeah, oh yeah, easy, <laughs> easy. All the lines right there, and I can still do them right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> What's your favorite? Uh, uh, the one that a lot of people ask me, um, or at least try to say, is the one where, uh, you know, I got mixed feelings about this one. It's kind of like your mother-in-law driving a clip brand new Cadillac. Yeah. You know? A lot of people down in Boise are like, hey, you know that guy? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I know Coach Green. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so you go from him to Morell. Yeah. Way. Yeah. We, we sat over here in the coach's corner at Medals, tried to interview Coach Morell, Paul Penisco and I, mm -hmm. if, when he first came to town. And it was like, I asked a question, Paul asked a question. And we just go back and forth because you couldn't, we, we couldn't come up with questions fast enough to have a one on one interview with him because it's like, yes, no, I don't know. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it was really tight. And then later on, of course, we didn't have to ask him questions at all. He just started talking once he got yeah. to know us. But it was a way different personality than, than Bob Green. Yeah. Of course, that, but he came in with that big old ring, too. Yeah. I mean, he came in with a lot of, uh, a lot of rings. Um, you know, his, his, his background was pretty extensive with all the championships that he won yeah. at Sioux Falls. Um, yeah, it was, it, was, it was a change. It was a, a complete, you know, it was a complete 180 with that one. Um, you know, going from green, kind of, kind of that old school style of, uh, of football, and kind of how he was. Yeah, um, yeah it, it was an adjustment for sure. Um, I think my first spring with them, uh, being an intern coach, um, was a reality check. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I thought coaching was easier than you know yeah. playing. playing. <laughs> you didn't realize it was an eighty-hour a week. And then job. I go into <laughs> college football coaching, and you know that's that's a grind in itself. I yeah. mean, I've never. I've never experienced uh, that much football in, you know, yeah. that short of time. I mean, it was 12-hour days, sleep in the office, break down film, you know, trying to get those scouting reports done every single yeah. week. Um, it was a grind, you know, yeah. but I learned a lot. Yeah. I learned a ton from him. And you, you, that was what you did was you broke the film down, right, for Coach Morrell? I pretty much did everything. So yeah. uh, um, their offense coordinator right there, Ted Schlofke, um, when he was there. So I was, I was underneath yeah. him. Yeah. Um, so I was able to, you know, break down film, uh, even practice film. And that was an, an interesting part with that one. We went from DVDs, you know, yeah. you know, tapes, DVDs, to... The more digital era, yeah. And so when uh, when Green was there, it was more like, hey, we're gonna go and download this on a on a CD and pop it in, and then we're good to go. Yeah. Now with uh, with Morel, he we got the Huddle app, um, so we got the Huddle set up. So that was a new thing too. I had to learn technology. Yeah. <laughs> you know, going uh, graduating college and thinking that you're gonna have to relearn a bunch of things. Um, yeah. You know, I had to do that one, but uh, but yeah, breaking down film from from practice to the games to to everything that we we're doing. Um, scout reports, putting all the stats in. Uh, it was it was it was tough. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. It was probably it was one of the toughest things. It was it was really intense. I've never yeah. experienced that as a coach ever. 
um, or a player, uh, that, that intensity. Yeah. Because um, everybody was pretty fired up. I mean, we had some really, really coach, good coaches there um, and, uh, you know, learned a lot. You know, yeah. going from receiver to uh, coaching running backs, whole new platform. Yeah. Uh, it was it was 100% different. Yeah, but, you uh, play quarterback and receiver, then you coach running backs. Yeah, yeah. Now, now I'm have to, uh, you know, learn what the line's doing, what their what their twists are, turns, you know, all that thing, yeah. you know, everything that the, the line does. Um, yeah, you when know, you're a receiver, you don't care, right? Yeah, yeah, you know, let's, <laughs> all right. Co- uh, you know, I remember one of the uh, morning uh, uh, meetings that we had with uh, uh, Morelli. He goes, hey, Cal, go up and drop um, power right. <laughs> I looked around, I was like, all right, sweat, uh, sweat, <laughs> go up there and, you know, definitely put the <laughs> offense lineman in there, kind of scribble the QB in there, kind of scribble the, uh, the the running back in there. And then after that one, I just said, I don't know what I'm doing, you know. <laughs> and then after that one, it was just, you know, it was progress from there. Yeah. You know, I think that's where I kind of decided on, hey, if I'm going to do this, I got to start you know, learning and, yeah. you know, getting some things done. Yeah, it was like, oh, shoot. Yeah, so. <laughs> it was a, yeah. a lot of work. Did, did you guys, when you played for Coach Green, did you film practices? No, no. Because uh, that thing now is watching the practice film. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, even the high schools, you know, we, we, yeah. we video our, our practices yeah. every day. Um, yeah, we, we didn't do much practice film. Uh, when I was playing, uh, even coaching-wise, we'd go in and break down the film from what they're doing. But that, that really, I don't know if that was a thing yeah. at that time. I think once you got the digital, you know, where you could put everything online, I think that's when everybody's yeah. like, hey, we can film. Made it a lot we, easier. We can make it, you know, in 20 minutes, get get done to practice and the things uploaded. So, um, yeah. yeah, yeah, that was a tough one. Well, uh, the days, they used uh, ground, or, uh, Greyhound a lot. They'd, they'd get film on a bus. That's yep. how teams would send their film yep. on buses to each other. Or Coach Green would drive. I remember mm-hmm. driving, I think, before the 04 game in, in uh, Dickinson, the 04 playoff game. Yeah. I think he drove, like, past Billings to get the tape from somebody mm-hmm. and exchange tapes yeah. and then drove back. Yeah, I think that was the old way of doing it. Yeah. I mean, you know, to, to get it there as quick as you can, yeah. um, you get assistant coaches, you know, head coaches <laughs> that are interns that are driving to a, yeah. a location who knows where, exchange film yeah. and then you drive back i mean now it's just uh, on your phone right away oh yeah i mean it's it's probably one of the best tools yeah uh, out now because i mean there's so much film that you could watch I yeah. mean, you could watch 24 hours a day and it's good for kids getting recruited as well because mm-hmm. they can they can easily send their highlight video put it on twitter or send it to coaches whatever yeah yeah you, know. yeah, you, you could throw a highlight film up uh for the game that you just played uh you could put a yeah. highlight film up for the year but um yeah you just throw it out real quick and then coaches can actually follow you and, and uh you yeah. know, see what you have on there so yeah that's pretty um, cool it's it's really amazing how far along we it's came. yeah it's it's if, if we had that when we were playing i mean it would probably be a diff a different thing in terms yeah. of you know guys going to different places but uh you know that's Part of what we were growing up yeah. with, and that's how we had to deal with it. So, coaching for uh, Coach Green and Coach Merrill, did that kind of give you the coaching bug? Then? Yeah, I, I, yeah, it was. Um, you know, after Coach Morell, I was kind of questioning if I really wanted to Don't coach really again. Did. Yeah, I, um, you know, when I uh, decided not to come back again uh, at Tech, because that was at the time right there that I was looking to travel down to Boise and live there. Um, yeah, I wasn't really sure if I wanted to coach anymore. Um, yeah. It was just, it was a lot. Um, yeah. And I looked at that one, I was like, man, I'm not going to have any time to really do anything, you know. So um, went down to Boise and then coached uh, varsity, you know, for a couple of years and then really kind of got back into yeah. it. Um, and then, you know, eventually kind of 
went different areas and, you know, been an offense coordinator to, uh, you know, I'm a JV head coach right now, wide receiver coach. So, yeah. you know, doing a lot of things and I love it. You know, yeah. it's, it's been things that it's just, it's part of what, what I do. I don't think I've ever had a summer or, or a year without football. And you teaching too? Yeah. Yeah. Teaching finance and, uh, and accounting down there. So, oh, uh, really? yeah, yeah. So it's, a uh, Definitely a little different, you know, yeah. di different vibe. Um, you know, mentality is a little bit different teaching that type of class than going out and coaching football. Casa Grande Steakhouse serves steak and so much more. You cannot beat their seasoned, hand-cut Rocky Mountain ground beef. But did you know about their menu filled with made-to-order pastas, chicken sautés, mouth-watering seafood, appetizers, enticing desserts, or their most recent addition, sushi? Thursday nights are sushi nights at Casa Grandas, where you will be welcomed as a part of the family. Casa Grandas can also handle all your catering needs with style, class, and a taste that cannot be beat. Visit Casa Grandas Steakhouse inside the historic Bertoglio Warehouse at 801 South Utah Avenue in Uptown Butte. Call 406-723-4141 for reservations. Check out their menu at casagrandasteakhouse.com. Casa Grande Steakhouse, eat where the locals eat. Shop where the champions shop at Dig City Supply. The fan gear headquarters for all things Montana Tech is right across the street from the Uptown Parking Garage on Park Street. Not only can you get your Charlie or Digger fix, but we carry the area's largest selection of Montana and Montana State apparel, as well as Butte High, Butte Central, and all the elementary school gear. Dig City is also home to the exclusive licensed Butte Icon shirt collection. We partnered with cherished Butte institutions to offer one-of-a-kind graphic tees from places like the Silverbow Drive-In, Beef Trail Ski Area, Bonanza Freeze, and our brand new Evil Knievel designs. Head uptown to Park Street and check out Dig City Supply and find us online at digcitysupply.com. Is your house too cold or is it too hot? Either way, Lockmer Sheet Metal is here to help. With more than 40 years of experience in the heating, ventilation, and air conditioning trade, Lockmer Sheet Metal strives to bring quality service and knowledgeable work to help with your HVAC projects or needs. Lockmer Sheet Metal offers repair services for all forced air central air systems, installation of new HVAC systems, service contracts for maintenance and service, all residential and commercial applications, fabrication of sheet metal for all types of projects and ventilation and exhaust systems, as well as commercial heating and cooling. Call 406-782-2224 or visit LockmerSheetMetal.com to warm up or cool down with Lockmer Sheet Metal, your local dealer for train heating, cooling, air handling, and ventilation products. Remember Lockmer Sheet Metal for all your home heating and cooling needs. Lone Peak Physical Therapy is your premier privately owned physical therapy, occupational therapy, certified hand therapy, pelvic health, and personal training facility located right here in beautiful Butte, Montana. With over 21 years of experience, our team here at Lone Peak is hyper-focused on you, your goals, and finding a way to help you get better, faster. We provide one-on-one -on -one care with the highest quality specialized services. Are you tired of dealing with your low back pain, arthritis, carpal tunnel, neck pain, headaches, and shoulder pain? Did you just have a recent surgery? Do you struggle with feeling off balance or do you get dizzy during your day? How about a custom splint built for your hand and wrist? Did you recently have a baby and now your body feels tremendously foreign to you? Look no further. We are here for you and ready to help you move better and feel better every step of the way. You do not need a doctor's referral to come in and see us. We accept health insurance and also offer comprehensive self-pay options. Don't settle for mediocre health care. 
Your journey to living better and getting back to doing what you love can start today. Give us a call at 406-494-7050 or visit our website at LonePeakPT.com to speak to an expert now. It's probably better life coaching in high school than it is in college. I remember when, when uh, Coach Morell left, there's people like the Marino brothers, I think, were trying to start the rumor that Ari Gray was going to mm. take over tech because they were going to go to tech. Right. And uh, I asked Ari about that. And he goes, why would I do that? You know, because I, I don't, I don't want to have to work 80 hours a week in March. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. know? And they do, though. You drive by. That's no, no fooling. You drive by the campus at Montana Tech any time of year, and you'll see those football lights off, mm-hmm. on, the lights on late at night. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's definitely different. I mean, high school yeah. to college, uh, you know, if if you're down in Texas and you know some of those bigger areas, yeah, that might, kinda, might you know, be more intense. Yeah, pretty intense <laughs> right there. Um, but yeah, high school coaching, it kind of all depends on who your coach is. You know, if, if the head coach is kind of a grinder and he wants to, you know, film, study, do this, uh, it, it definitely could take a lot. Yeah. Um, you know, for for our coach that we have at Meridian, um, he's he's been a college coach for. 20 years. You know, oh, he played really? in the NFL. Who's that? Uh, John Zamberlin. Okay. Uh, he played for uh, in the late 70s. Um, played for uh, Kansas City and then uh, New England. Oh, really? Yeah. So, and he was Idaho State's head coach for a long time. Okay. So, uh, Central Washington. But anyways, I mean, you uh, you see kind of what he does. He's a little bit more loose and relaxed, yeah. you know, in, in terms of you know what we can and can't do, and he what lets us kind of do our thing. You know, he's not a micromanager, but we've had coaches in the past where. You know, they're they're micromanaging, making sure that you're doing a, X, Y, and Z. So, yeah. um, you know, but overall, it's definitely easier than, than college ball for yeah. sure. And you're playing at, uh, is it the 4A? Is it, it's a 5A. It's a 5A. We're, it's yeah, the biggest, we're the that's the biggest one, yeah. 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 That, that's uh, that's really good football. I think Butte uh, Central learned how good football is in Idaho one year. Casey Kelly was, was playing they in. They played Sam in Idaho. They, they played, they? It was uh, Sandpoint. Mm. They went up to Sandpoint yep. and played, and I think Sandpoint would have been like, probably like Montana Double A team. Yeah. And and uh, Coach Peoples in the handshake line after the game, canceled, their their home and home. Yeah. They were supposed to come to Butte the next year. He said, No, you you guys just just stay here, stay away, because that was a game. Casey Kelly dislocated his shoulder. Okay. For Central, then he ended up uh, later that year setting their school record for yeah. most receptions yeah. in a game. Because he was just. Did you you played with Casey? Didn't you? No. Was no. He, he was that was, that was, uh, Clay played. With, well, He's I guess Clay wouldn't have played with him. Um, I can't, it's hard to remember what, uh, what yeah. years the, yeah. years blend together. I just I remember. Well, I, I played with him at Tech. Yeah, you know, over there. That's yeah. what I mean. Yeah, you oh, played yeah, with yeah. Casey. Yeah, I, I remember Casey get having his dad throw a flag on him in in the spring game because <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah. The, he threw the he scored a touchdown. Yeah. And they did. did all, you, were you part of that? Res- Oh yeah, yeah. And he threw I'm the ball tech, up, and then yeah. it's like the grenade went off, mm-hmm, and everyone mm-hmm. fell down. Yeah, Eddie threw yeah, the Eddie yeah. threw his white his towel. Yeah, I think he was showing. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, he was pissed. Right he, was, yeah, he, he was he was mad. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Eddie, Eddie and Casey, you know, they definitely battle every, every once yeah. in a while. Because you know, Eddie was always out there, um, you know, uh, refereeing our, our scrimmages and things, yeah. trying to help us out with things. Yeah. Yeah, in case. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's my favorite memory of Casey. Yeah. But, and and you played with uh, was it was Casey was was he number five and you were number six. Uh, Casey was, was number number eight. Number eight. I think. Who seven, was number five? Or, uh, Koa Bartlett. Okay. So when I was playing, it was Koa. Because you couldn't um, tell you couldn't tell number five or number six. Yeah. With your yeah. jerseys, and Penisco would be up in the radio booth <laughs> and have a hell of a time. I'm not sure who had that one. I think yeah, Koa. He had it um, the first three years that I was there, uh, and then I think uh, JT McIntyre. Yeah. I think he was five after that. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah JT. He was so he played a year with JT. Yeah, I think we're uh, two years. I think me and JT yeah. played. Um, yeah. I think he was a either redshirt freshman or a, yeah. a sophomore. Were you playing the game senior. in Rocky when you broke his arm? Yeah, I was there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was my senior year right there. I remember uh, it was uh, that that sideline closest to us right yeah. there. Um, yeah, right in the end zone. Went down and just snapped on him. Yeah. I think he broke it before that, um, possibly. But uh, yeah, it was a tough one for him. I felt bad for the kid on that yeah. one. It was. Well, I moved to get out of his way, and if I didn't, if I just would have stayed there with my, you know, keeping my stats mm-hmm. and my notes, if I'd have stayed there and taken the hit, I might have saved him from breaking his yeah. arm. But I yeah. got out of his way, yeah. and his hand hit down. It just, yeah. Oh man. It's like yeah. a Joe Theismann break. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was sitting right there, and I saw the whole thing. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a tough one. Yeah. So. And then they hauled him away on the. I just talked with Mike McGree about this last week. Is they didn't have an ambulance there. They put him in the back of a John Deere, and yeah. drove him across the bounce, mm-hmm. bounce, bounce mm-hmm. to to his parents' car so <laughs> yeah. they could take him to the hospital. Yeah, that, that number five right there for a couple of years at Tech was uh, was a tough one to wear because uh, yeah. you know Koa, he broke his arm, he broke his leg. You know, yeah, he broke his like ankle like in. Yeah, uh, it was uh, South Dakota or North Dakota State. Yeah, um, went over there and, and completely snapped that thing in half. Um, yeah, then his last year he snapped his finger or uh, his his arm in half and. That was a tough one. Yeah. yeah, that was they. The guy did the surgery on Koa, and he didn't. There was complications. He, we don't want to say mm-hmm. he did a bad job, yeah. but there's complications. He had to have surgery done again. And we were at a touchdown club meeting one time, and Coach Green says something like, "I don't know who did the surgery. Must have been a veterinarian or something." And then <laughs> said, and then I point out that Dr. Carl McQuarrie, veterinarian, said yeah. right there, he's, "I didn't yeah. mean it like that." Yeah, yeah. no, no, shit. <laughs> Carl, Carl might have been down there. Carl knows. <laughs> it might have been better success yeah, if, yeah, if he yeah, was there. Yeah, the discounted rate over there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, what were I, I asked you about your some of your tough your tough loss or what were some of your favorite wins when you played for uh, the door diggers up there? Uh, up at Tech, yeah. Um, I think the one you know early in my career was when we played uh, Carroll at home and uh, snapped their whatever the the win streak yeah, was. Yeah, it was a huge one. Uh, in 03? Yeah, and or not 03. 05. It was 04, I think. Because I think yeah. it was my redshirt freshman year. Uh, yeah, well, it wouldn't have been 03. They lost the double overtime game. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was 04. Yeah. It was uh, your redshirt. You redshirt in that year. Yeah, that was my first year right there. Yeah. And uh, I tell you what, that that was probably one of the coolest atmospheres. Yeah. Um, you know, playing Carolina and then winning after that one. I mean, it, yeah, it felt like fun. we won the championship right there. Um, yeah, that one right there. Um, you know, obviously the games at Carroll, uh, uh, and then you know, at home against Carroll. I think a lot of those games right there, even though we we didn't end up being on top, those yeah. are really really fond memories. Yeah. Uh, you know, going over and, and playing um, uh, Southern Oregon. You know, like playing over there. Right. The one place that I did not like playing, and every single time we we go over there was Eastern Oregon. That was the yeah. one place, you know, that I was not fond of. Um, but uh, yeah, I remember the coach, Coach Camp. He was just so mean to Skippy Sims. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they, they just were nonstop. They battled back and talk. forth. I, yeah. and Skippy probably held his own fighting back, I assume. A, it was kind, a little it was kind bit, of, It was yeah. kind of strange yeah. how, the, how yeah. one coach just got over Skippy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and, and camps like that now, uh, you know, just knowing him yeah. uh, now. Uh, yeah, I love things. watching him coach. Oh, yeah, he, he's a great guy right there. Um, but, yeah, him and him, Skippy, they, they went yeah. back and forth. And I think it was just, you know, part of just yeah, it was just the game atmosphere. Yeah, just the game atmosphere, you know. Yeah, and kind of that, uh, you know, trying to get in their heads. But, uh, yeah, they were always always on each other. Yeah. The Western games were always a lot of fun. Yeah, our Western games, um, shoot, I think we, I think it was our senior year. Um, 
you know, we played Western at home. I think it was one of uh, one of those really warm afternoon games early in September. But uh, you know, playing there, and I think we, we ended up winning that game right there. Um, playing down at Western, I think there was a few few big games. Uh, I think yeah. in my junior year, I think we, I think that that was the game. Sophomore junior year, um, goddamn. I mean, we. I think we won just right at the very end. I yeah. think uh, uh, Kegel was the quarterback. Um, I think Grievous had a few catches. I think that Omar Rodriguez. I think yeah. that one where it tipped and you know he caught at the end and, and screamed down the sideline at the. Oh, like the hook and ladder kind of. Something like, like that. Some kind of goofy thing. And then yeah. they got the celebration penalty. Yeah, celebration penalty. I think yeah. at that after that one, I think they they hit. Grievous on like a slant route or a yeah. fade route uh, to win the game. I love watching Grievous play. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. Yeah, no, he was he was definitely a guy um, for Tech. Yeah, yeah. and Comac, yeah, as I said, he was one of my favorite quarterbacks of all time. Because mm-hmm. remember the, I got in trouble, in in writing the story because, uh, and I should have known better because uh, I remember when we were doing little league roundups one time. Matt Vincent called the kid whose last name was Keller. He called him Psycho Keller, mm-hmm. <laughs> and the grandma called and got mad. And uh, Bruce said, we can't call guys psycho. And I said, so Comac goes running towards your sideline, and he puts his first, I think it was the first game he ever played in, he puts his helmet down yeah. and he knocks, it was against knocks the guy back, and the tech kids start chanting psycho. Yeah. And I put in there and said they're calling him psycho. What happens? Get a call from a grandma. Doesn't want to call him psycho. <laughs> oh, he, and, and that's when he. And that was a great way to describe Matt Comac's oh, style of play. Yeah, yeah. No, he was going to put his head down no matter what. He was um, tough. And I think that play right there, because I, I think we. Uh, we played Rocky. He destroyed um, that back. And we back. put him in. I think that's where he made his name, made his mark yeah. right there. Is when he, yeah, he, he won the whole team over. Right there, right then and there. Yeah. I, I, I remember that, you know, if, if I was there right yeah. now. So, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, Comac was a – he was a guy like that. He was – no matter what, he was going to put his uh, uh, head down. Yeah, and, and he played and through, through anything. People. He had, like, bruised or cracked ribs. Yeah. And he played – and remember, every yeah. time Carroll, every time they knocked him down, it was like they are doing CPR on him, mm-hmm. pushing on his ribs. Yeah. <laughs> you know? No, that guy, I, I, I mean, the – the hits that he took, yeah. um, just the constant hits, and the and I mean, I, I'm surprised that he he got up on a lot of those. Yeah. So. And there's nowadays, it's changed a lot since you played even. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. He told me one time, I think it was Northern. He said he has no memory of playing in that game, <laughs> and then he just was practicing. It was like Tuesday after Saturday, yeah. having no memory of it. You didn't miss a game because yeah. of a concussion back in those yeah. days. No, no, not at all. I yeah. mean, uh, <laughs> you might have taken it easy for a day or two. Is about it. I think yeah, I, I got a concussion uh, against uh, Western. You know, yeah. I got blindsided right on the side of the head, right there. Um, yeah, we're out for two days. Uh, you know, you go eval Monday, Tuesday <laughs> you go, you know, light, you know, yeah. check it out, and then Wednesday you're full go. Yeah. You know, really didn't have any contact from there, but uh, <laughs> different, now you're, different now life. You're, now you're out three weeks. Yeah, least. you're you're yeah two three weeks. I mean, yeah. you could you could be out for the whole year. Yeah, I mean, yeah it's, depends. It's just a, it's a different until life until you pass the test, yeah. and then yeah. then you start to steps yeah. And, yeah, and then some of those kids they they end up um you know they don't even want to do the test they're just done yeah you know, they, they feel that concussion once they're they're done with it. yeah now, now when was the first time that you played in, in some kind of pro ball after college yeah um so when i went down to boise um it was probably i think in 2014 so i got down yeah. there in 2012 um started meeting a bunch of guys you know yeah. and, and a bunch of coaches and and one coach uh that i was coaching with he's like hey we we're uh, we have the semi-pro team. Uh, we're a traveling team. You know, we travel around the region. Uh, so I was like, sweet. I'll, you know, I'll check it out. And it was a bunch of guys that played at University of Idaho, Idaho State. Yeah. You know, they were a bunch of older guys that got this team together. But the, the league was really competitive. I mean, we go down to Utah and 
play guys that played at Weber State, Utah, Utah State. But, uh, but anyways, um, that was my first experience. Uh, I think I was doing the semi-pro thing for three, four years, and then the Horsemen came into town, and they developed that team. And then from 2018 on, um, you know, that was that was where the, the yeah. professional experience, you know, where we were getting paid and everything like that one. But um, going down to the spring league, I think, was probably a, a little bit more in terms of, like, professional ball. Yeah. Because um, you guys, you had guys that were, um, you know, at Florida, Florida State that have actually been in the league for a couple of years, trying to kind of redeem their their careers. Uh, yeah. you know, I remember Sean Oakman; he was sitting right next to me in the bus. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. I mean, he. I think that's right when he got out of out of jail. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, yeah, he was sitting right Did you ne- check next. Check your to wallet. Him. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> all right, you know. And I was like, I think that I know that guy. Um, but yeah, I think that was probably the, the first really true experience of, yeah. you know, the professional, the, the real look and being yeah. part of, you know, guys that have been uh, in places that you're like, man, you know. Yeah. So. Well, you, you must just have to really love football to be 37, 38 years old, going out and taking hits and hitting people and, and playing in that. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, because, I mean. It's, it'll be a lot easier to go pay, play a pickup basketball game. You know, mm-hmm. it's, you'll play in the KC League or something like right. that. You know, yeah. but football is a really hard sport to play unless you're unless you're going to the pros or something. You know, but to, just to catch on and travel a league like that and then starting up in, a, in an arena league, yeah, and to play in that is uh, yeah, you just it just got to be an unbelievable love of football. Yeah, you know, I, I was out for what after I graduated college. I think um, you know it was four years, three three four years yeah. until I actually started playing again. Uh, but yeah, I mean, at the beginning it was like, oh man, I'm, I'm going to have to ice every day. You know, I'm going to be sore. I don't know if I can take these hits. Uh, but you just kind of d- start to develop a work ethic and, and a habit and uh, your body kind of gets yeah. used to it and ingrained into it. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a constant grind. I mean, 37 right now, I, I still feel really good. Yeah. Um, you know. Like I say, you, you look like you don't look 37. Yeah, I mean, shoot, I'm, guys on our team this year, I mean, they had no clue that I was 37 until, yeah. you know, a couple of weeks ago and they're like, well, yeah. you know, what the heck's going on in that? Um, you know, when I went down the spring leg, I was the second, I guess first or second oldest, you know. There was another guy that was 33. I was 33 down there. Yeah. Um, but everybody else was 28, 29, you know, 27. Yeah. You get, yeah. you know, those guys out of college. But, um, you know, I think you, you see a lot of those younger guys, and you're like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm going to beat this guy. You know, all yeah. these younger guys that are coming in. But, you know, you develop a work ethic and, and, and habits, and, you know, I think yeah. – the constant grind and continuation throughout the off season and then going to the, uh, the actual season, it's really nothing of a change. So I think I work hard in the off season just so the the season's a little bit easier and lighter. Yeah. Does, how about you, you're in you're in good shape. Your your nutrition, you change your nutrition and everything. Yeah. It, how how do you how's your body compared to after you play a game today than it was when you played at Tech? Ah uh, man, I mean, I think it. At Tech, I mean, obviously you're a little bit younger. You had the treatment that you uh, uh, could do right there, um, but I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if there was any difference uh, in terms of like the recovery and the after game yeah. feel. Um, you know, there's some games that I do feel a little bit more sore than than others. Yeah. It just kind of depends on how you know how crazy the game is. Um, but you know, overall, I think I just it's been constant. Just there's no real real difference. Yeah. But uh, I think the big thing for me right now is. Um, I'm able to uh, kind of develop good habits on staying and staying fit and, and understanding how my body kind of works. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's probably one of the big, stretching is probably one of the biggest yeah. things that you I've. Do a lot of yoga and stuff. 
attitude. Yeah, I mean, not necessarily yoga, but just a lot yeah. of stretching. Um, you know, a lot of plyometric work. Um, you know, I definitely lift heavy, but uh, you know, definitely kind of learned the the new era of uh, of fitness. Yeah, it's a little different than the the old days. Just getting throw up as much weight as you can yeah i mean we still do that to high school um you know those guys are throwing up 350 you know on, on the squats and uh you know two 275 on the on the cleans but uh definitely a little bit new era you know in terms of how i kind of um uh, work out uh you know heavy heavy lifting but it's going to be different things that are going to be full body movements so yeah um you know it's it's definitely helped out a lot of programs that i got right now um that i that i kind of switch on and off with in the off season is your speed pretty good still yeah, I think um, speed's been good. Um, yeah. You know, obviously I've never been the fastest guy in any team that I've played. Um, you know, just more quick. You know, yeah. I, I got that Were you ever as fast as flat out as Cam? Uh, probably, yeah, I'm going to say yeah. Yeah, Cam say, seemed yeah. like, to me, Cam was like Carl Lewis when we were in junior high. Yeah. Because I wasn't fast at all. Cam was like, wow, that guy's fast. You know, and I wish me and Cam could uh, could race, you know, yeah. at his prime and my prime. I wish we could race because yeah. I think it would be uh, uh, pretty close. Really? Um, but, yeah, I mean, speed's, speed's been, been up. Um, you know, I don't think there's any any downside. I actually probably improved my speed and mechanics on, on things just because I kind of know more. Yeah. Uh, you know, back in college, it was just like, hey, condition, condition, conditioning. You know, we're going to get you grinding. And uh, now it's just a little bit more form and technique. Yeah, that's something you can – you never used to think you could improve speed, but you yeah. can. And, like, Colt Anderson got a lot faster when he got in the NFL, mm-hmm. you know, working on, working on his speed. Yeah. You know, so you can do it. Yeah, it's a lot of mechanical work. Um, you know, I think I, when, when I did the tryout for the, for the horseman, I think, I think I ran a 4.52 or 4.54, really? five, something like that. And I was surprised. You know, I didn't think yeah. I was going to get anything. I thought it was going to be in, like, 4.6s, four 4.7s. Four but I, I hit that mark right there, and I was like, all right, you know. I'm, That's pretty fast. Yeah, it's like, you know, that was right after the ACL tear. Um, and I was like, shoot, all right, you know, I can, I can definitely do this. So, yeah. Have yeah. you done one since? I have. Um, I went to Iowa Barnstormers, did a tryout with them. Um, down in Dallas, uh, did a tryout for the XFL. So yeah, I've done a few, um, but that was my fastest mark in terms of the 40. Really? Yeah. That must have been kind of cool just going and seeing all the guys in the XFL and the tryouts and stuff like that. It was cool. Yeah, I mean, there's guys that are in the XFL right now and the USFL that I've actually played with, um, yeah. and I still c- connect with a lot of those guys too. Um, but yeah, it was, it, was, it was cool to see those guys, and especially like the XFL, um, uh, you know, all the, all the general managers and the coaches, they're all yeah. down there, you know, watching us. Uh, you know, I, I think I was sitting on the on the bench watching the game, just kind of getting ready. You know, Pep Hamilton sitting right next to me, oh, sitting really? there, you yeah. know, talking to me and just kind of BSing. And at that time, I didn't know it was Pep Hamilton. I was like, you know, hey, yeah. pretty nice guy. I thought he was maybe just a admin kind of rolling the yeah. field. But, yeah, realized it was Pep Hamilton. I think he was coaching for uh, the D.C. Yeah. Uh, Destroyers or something. I remember when he there. broke in uh, with Rex Grossman. He was Rex Grossman's quarterback coach for yeah. the Bears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was yeah. cool. I mean, you, you saw some of those – those coaches you see on, on TV and you're like, oh man, you know, this Pretty coach is here. And then you got the there's CFL. a lot. They had, they were big name coaches. They had big, there. big names. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's a lot of big names and you know, our coaches that we had, uh, for this, for the, um, the spring league, um, you know, one is a USFL coach right now. He's a head coach and I'm not sure which team it is. Um, he's actually got ties to Montana. Uh, the guy's name's Bart Anders. Okay. Um, he's got ties to Montana. You know, he knew my nephew or uh, cousin, uh, Quinn, you know, he, he knew him because yeah. he was on the spring league, but he talked about Butte. So that was kind of cool to see that one. We had, you know, our, our uh, one of our receiver coach, he was a big-time uh, Hall of Famer up in the CFL. Yeah. 
you know. So being around those type of cultures, cool. it, was, it was it was awesome. You know, it was That's it was cool awesome. to see those guys. There's always fun in motion at the big red barn. Old-fashioned service, that's what sets us apart. Where you can win and laugh out loud. The hokey pokey is what it's all about. Where neighborhood people have good old-fashioned fun. There's always something here for everyone. Everybody knows the place to go. Crazy Carol's Casino and Mill Bar. 5518 Designs is your Montana Lifestyle Apparel Headquarters in Uptown Butte. We're gearing up to launch all of our brand new designs for the summer. All our designs are created in-house, actually in the cabin that we have in the back of the store, and they're meant to get you psyched about all your summer adventures. Whether it's biking, hiking, floating, festivaling, or just chilling lakeside, we've got the tees, hats, hoodies, and gifts that everyone is sure to love. And we haven't even mentioned our unique line of Butte gear, but we'll save that for another commercial. In the meantime, stop into 5518 Designs at 27 North Main Street in Uptown Butte and shop online at shop5518.com. Are you looking for somewhere to watch your favorite teams play or just somewhere to meet your friends? Or are you looking for a place to hold your big celebration or cater your private event? Look no further than Metal's Sports Bar and Grill. They can do it all. With their 31 big screen televisions, you will not miss a second of action and a full menu of cooked-to-perfection favorites is sure to please. Try the Vault Burger, raise fingers, or one of Chef T's specialty items. Or just enjoy a drink and some friendly company with Dave and the staff as you take in the action at Metal Sports Bar & Grill. Metal Sports Bar & Grill is located on the corner of Park and Main in historic Uptown Butte. Stop by today or check out their menu at metalsportsbarandgrill.com. Metal Sports Bar & Grill, where the food is the star. There's no story so good that a drink from Park Street Liquors won't make it better. From the finest whiskeys and regional spirits to the latest RTDs and select wines, Park Street Liquors has all the ingredients to make your parties and stories legendary. Park Street Liquors can also assist with your corporate event or wedding by helping create and plan your wine and spirits menus. You name it and Park Street Liquors has it. Stop by and see Tom and the crew at 133 West Park Street or call 406-782-6278. Make your stories legendary. Visiting your neighborhood Thriftway Superstops was already your favorite stop of the day. Now it is even better. Join the brand new Thriftway Loyalty Club to rack up big discounts, earn free stuff, and receive more TLC with every visit. Download the TLC app and take advantage of great deals on pizza, grab-and-go favorites, fresh brewed coffee, cool fountain drinks, and much, much more at your neighborhood Thriftway Superstops. Loyalty Club members also save five cents per gallon off top-tier conical fuel every single day. Plus, earn points at the pump and in the store. You, you brought a Quinn uh, talking about Comac. I call him Psycho. Quinn played a lot like that too. I remember when he put his shoulder down mm -hmm. into two two yeah. Carroll uh, oh, yeah. two Carroll defense or uh, mm -hmm. linebackers. He just he thinks he's gonna run through. Yeah, I think I think we had a, a heart chart after that one. I was like, <laughs> hey man, you know, I think people were like, hey, you need to keep your body healthy. Yeah. You can't take all these licks like you like you yeah. think you can in high school. But uh, I think he's you know definitely stayed away from that a little bit after yeah. that because he got hurt a few times. Yeah. You know, but it was so fun to watch and cause those teams were. Two of the best tech teams, that was it 15 and 16 maybe, mm -hmm. when if they had one of those guys, you know, they have Saracini's hurt, Quinn's hurt, 
If they won them, they probably win the national title. Yeah, I think they went down to uh, Georgia, yeah. played Reinhardt University. Yeah, yeah. Quinn and, and if they Nolan, both stayed healthy, if they yeah. both stayed healthy, I have no doubt they would have won. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There's Nolan. He, he was. I mean, there's some great running backs tech. You know, you got yeah. Jayla Prowse was great. Pat Hansen, you know, got. I bet Skylar Knuchel, I better throw mm-hmm. him in there in case oh, he yeah. happens. Yep. He's one of my exactly. favorite. I yeah. remember covering, I remember his, putting his name in the paper when he was 12 years old playing <laughs> in the Legion team. And, uh, you know, uh, but Nolan, he had that vision, quickness, speed, and he was gone. He, I mean, he's 99-yard touchdown run up at Carroll. Yeah. You know, and it's one of those ones where you knew he was gone by the time he got to the 10-yard line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, he's so fast. And, and that was a big-time recruit for, for Tech at that yeah, time. Yeah, I, I, um, I couldn't believe it. I was shocked too. I mean, yeah. I think he had Montana, Montana State kind of looking yeah. at him, but Tech gave him the you know everything that he was looking for, and 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 you know Morell did a really good job with that, getting yeah. him up there. Yeah, I remember when he called me. It was right around Christmas time. He called me and he didn't want to. Of course, I'm talking behind a little out of school here probably, but he didn't want to go on record because he didn't want to celebrate the cats losing a player. Mm. You know, you know, because it's our gain, their yeah. loss. He didn't want to go talk about it but he goes hey we just got Quinn McQuarrie coming here's his phone number give him a call yeah. I didn't tell you this <laughs> he goes, I'm not talking to you about it he goes, yeah but here this is awesome here you go so that that was big time too and yeah. you know I, I think I uh I, I talked to Quinn a few times I was I was really pursuing it yeah. I was like you know I, I remember <laughs> I think I was driving back to Butte um it was in the springtime and, and I get a call from Real and Real's like how are we going to get Quinn over here is there anything that you can do yeah. to get Quinn over here so I was like you know I'll, I'll try out you know I was like Quinn. you know you got to keep the uh, the legacy going at Tech. You know you, you can't go anywhere else because he was actually looking at, at Western. Yeah, that's you know, right. at I that couldn't point believe, yeah. too. Um, but uh, yeah, we, yeah, because it was pretty much known that he was leaving. Because his dad yeah. played at Western. Yeah, um, and and I think he was kind of looking there. But uh, you know, at the end of the day, he went to Tech, which and he had a great career. Yeah, he had a, it was a phenomenal career. Great career, and I think yeah. he, uh, you know. Um, if you could have just stayed healthy for a few games right there, who knows? Yeah, you know, and, and you were part of that too, because was it Aaron Johnson? Was he quarterback? And then when you get hurt, yeah, yeah. Aaron, uh, AJ, yeah, he, he was, broke uh, his arm. He kept breaking his dang arm. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Because you were playing in the game like when when Brian Stick was a quarterback. Yep, yeah, yeah. And that was funny too. Uh, bringing back memories on that. Holy cow! Yeah, uh, yeah. We uh, AJ got hurt at the probably the middle of the season. My um, redshirt freshman year, we put. Uh, uh, another quarter, but Justice Sheets, he came yeah. into QB for the rest of the year. We make it the playoffs. Um, AJ's, you know, maybe possibly going to come back. Yeah. Um, and he ends up coming back and playing at Azusa Pacific. Yeah. Breaks it again. Yeah. Right. So we win that game. And we play Carroll the next week. And I remember. Uh, um, it's cold. Yeah, cold. Yeah. <laughs> negative. I mean, I think it was negative. Snowed 20, a ton that week, and then it got cold. I mean, we're, we're in our uh, um, hotel room, razor blade, and, like, sawing down our, our cleats so they had a fine point to it. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, true story on that. We were sitting yeah. there with the socks going back. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Coach Green goes, all right, it's going to be Brian Stick, but be ready. You know, he's talking to me. And I was like, oh, be ready you? for what? <laughs> he's like, if we need an emergency quarterback, you know. and, and Going back to your days you know, of your things, things happen, yeah. you know, and, and they're like, be ready because we can't even put you in because I – you know, I replicated uh, um, uh, Kyle Sampson at practice all the time. Oh, did you? All the time you that Kyle year. Sampson. So I was Kyle Sampson all the year, uh, through that whole year. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I was, I looked at him just stone cold white, you know, <laughs> and, and I was like, no way, no yeah. way is this going to happen. But anyways, they, you know, 
AJ goes down, and then Stick comes in and plays that uh, semifinal or the quarterfinal game against Carroll. Um, man, yeah, it was a tough one. Yeah, <laughs> I, really I, tough. that's what I was. I had uh, I was talking to Pam Green, and I I was up in the booth because it was so cold. I had a chance to go stand up, and I think it's the only time they let me in the booth at Carroll. Yeah. And I was standing. Uh, Brian Morris was doing the color mm-hmm. for the game. It was on Omega TV. Yeah. And they kept showing Pam sitting there by herself. No one around Pam, just wrapped up in a thousand blankets, just sitting there watching. It was so cold. The coldest game I've ever been a part of. Um, you know, I tell people down there at Boise because, you know, our championship game this year for the high school, it was uh, probably 35, you know, it was, yeah. and that's cold down there in Boise. Yeah. Um, but I was like, you know, this, this ain't bad, you know. I'm from Montana. I've dealt with <laughs> negative 20 degree weather playing uh, at Carroll. So I tell them that story. I was like, yeah, it's. Yeah. If you want a you know, cold game, that was that was the coldest yeah. game I've ever been a part of. We go down to California, yeah. 75 <laughs> degrees, and then negative 20 the next yeah. week. So. That might have been one of the biggest changes in history of football, mm-hmm. what you went from. You went from playing on a grass. looks like a – what was it like the green at Augusta National, wasn't it? It, it, was, it, was, it was probably one of the best natural turfs I've <laughs> yeah. ever been a part of. Um, and, and you're running, like, really fast. I mean, it was yeah. – <laughs> but, yeah, you go from 75 degrees, <laughs> sunny Southern California yeah. – you know, then we go to Carroll, and it's snowing. It's the wind chills yeah. down, negative twenty. Oh, it was, it was, it was awful. Yeah, it was miserable. Yeah, it was, I, I don't it was think so I warmed up until the next day. Yeah, I mean, it, it was really so that cold. cold. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, did your high school team down there this year? Did you guys win the championship? So we, uh, we actually went undefeated did you uh, this year. So um, JV team went eight and one. Um, went to the, uh, the title game, the, their JV title game, and. And uh, end up losing that one, but then the varsity, they they made a run this year. I mean, we had some dudes, we had some guys yeah. that are uh, pretty. I mean, if you watch them play, you're like, wow. Yeah. Uh, but we run through the um, the state playoffs, and then uh, we made it the state title game against Rigby High School. Rigby's won it yeah. the last three years. Yeah, close. Yeah, we we had it. Um, I think we lose twenty to twenty one uh, to you're Rigby. Right there, huh? It was right there. We had two fumbles um, that cost you know two touchdowns, and we had a interception. For a touchdown, we just we just lost our chances right there, and um, at the end of the day, we just we lost it. But pretty fun being a part of that, I bet. Yeah, it, it was. It was. It was really cool because you you get to see where we at we're at. Because um, when I first got to Meridian, I mean, we were probably the worst team in the league. No you kidding. Know, no. You know, people circled us like, oh, this is this is the the win. You know, yeah. everybody made sure that we were the win. Um, but you know, last six years that I've been there, seven years maybe, um, the program's changed. Uh, Hundred percent. I mean, yeah. it's it's flipped, and we were in the semis last year. Uh, played rugby, lost 44-43 in three overtimes, uh, and then played in the state title game this year um, and lost. So, but it was cool. Yeah. yeah. What's the enrollment of the high school? We're about about two thousand. So okay. um, we're kind of hovering so between eighteen. You'd be right, probably middle of the pack, of class double A Montana then, right? Yeah, yeah. So we're definitely not the biggest school because there's six schools in our district yeah so um rocky's the biggest i think they got about 25 2600 students um mountain view is about 23 24 so we're, we're kind of there and you're right i mean you could throw a rock to boise right from where you're at pretty much yeah i mean for where i live um the high school is a little bit farther but where i'm from uh, where where my house is uh, it's about a mile yeah a mile down the road i mean you're technically in boise uh, yeah because it's all nampa Nampa, Meridian, Caldwell, Caldwell Meridian, yeah, they're all one. Yeah, I learned that in '98 uh, when I worked for the Moscow Pullman Daily News, and I got. Oh, okay. I, I'm there for a week, and they mm-hmm. sent me down driving down 95. Which, if you ever driven from Moscow to uh, yeah. Boise on that 95, it's a terrible drive. It's not. It's not the best. It's, no. I mean, it's good scenery. 
but yeah. it's a terrible road. It is the worst. And uh, I drove down there for that, and I couldn't believe You know, I was in Eagle, Nampa, Boise. I mean, I think there was like five different gyms. I was covering like six teams, five gyms, three yeah. different, four different towns. Yeah. It was, but it was a lot. Of, it was pretty cool being down there, though. I, so I, at least I, I'm somewhat familiar with the area because I did that, and then two weeks later I had to go down for the boys' tournament. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the state <laughs> title game. game. Um, yeah, it's, it's cool down there. So like the high schools, uh, obviously most of the high schools are down in that Boise area. Um, so we don't have to travel anywhere. Yeah. Um, we actually do have to travel to Pocatello, which is the first time we've gone out of the Valley, uh, since I've been there. Okay. No um, for just a regular season game, not the playoffs, yeah. but, uh, we're going down to Pocatello this year for one, but, um, yeah, I mean, everything's right there. They have the state title game, um, for basketball down there, volleyball. Yeah. So, I mean, you got so many high schools and all the colleges down there. I mean, you could, yeah. you could play anything down there. So you, you think you're going to stick around being a, uh, football coach for a while? Yeah, I mean, I think the reason, you know, I, I tell the guys, I'm, I'm pretty honest with this one, you know, the reason I'm teaching is because I love to coach. Yeah. You know, and that's kind of the reason that I kind of went down to the high school ranks is to coach, but also teach on the, you know, teach on the side, right? Yeah. Um, in a way that, uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll be coaching, you yeah. know, for, for the duration. Yeah. I mean, eventually I want to kind of be a OC again. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you think you'll stay in high school or say, say like if Coach Merrill's doing pretty good over there, he's a defensive yeah. coordinator yeah, right. at, uh, at UW, say he gets a coaching job somewhere, nice big college, and he calls you up and say, hey, Cal, I need a, oh, I need a quarterback coach. Well, I would have OC. to ask her real yeah. quick. Because you you're not just married to football anymore. Yeah, right? you yeah, got, yeah. You came, you came got, here with the yeah, lady. Yeah, she's, she's going to be the future too. So, yeah. um, you know, I think uh, high school is definitely a fit now. But, if you know, down the road, if something really yeah. kind of came out, um, you know, maybe, maybe, yeah. you know, I, it, it just would be, she would have to kind of learn the, the college game yeah. uh, in terms of coaching, but, uh, but we'll, you know, we'll it's see. Tough racket. Yeah. But I thought we had Coach Morell forever, and then Caleb gets a call from, <laughs> from uh, Fresno, and mm-hmm. then we lost him, yeah. and, but he's, and then they move up real quick, so yeah. it's, it's a funny game. The, coach, the coaching business, it's, it's. Of course, everybody knows everybody, right? Which is really, really cool. You know, every yeah. coach in the country knows each other. It seems like in college. Yeah, and it's cool to see those guys. You know, um, just coaching with him and seeing where he's at right now. Yeah. It's, it's it's really cool to say. You know, I I learned a lot from this guy. You know, his defense. Yeah. Uh, I learned a lot from him. Um, but yeah, you know, like Rich Mason uh, that used to coach up here with Coach yeah. Green. I talked to him. You know, uh, and and he's bounced from school to school to school, and it's yeah. it's it's a tough life because. You know, every year you're kind of fighting for your job, and, and you know, who knows yeah. what's going to happen with that. And the NFL is the same way, too. Colts in a good spot now, you know, with mm-hmm. a great coach and, yeah. and a great quarterback situation, more importantly, probably mm-hmm. at Cincy. Yeah. But I, I look at him sometimes, and, and, and he's living his dream, and I'm like, man, I don't know if I'd want to do that. Because yeah. they hardly get any time off. No, and, and, and uh, you know, obviously college or the NFL, I mean, it's, it's yeah. even more of a grind yeah. uh, when you really think about it. But, you know, when, when – Cole was down in, uh, in Boise, I think, two years ago. He was scouting some of the guys from Boise State. He was at their pro day. Um, but, yeah, I, mean, I, th- I think he was in and out. I mean, he flew down there, checked him out, and then flew back. Uh, it's, it's a grind, especially yeah. the offseason. I think the offseason is more of a grind than the yeah. season because uh, you're traveling a lot. And you're, yeah. you're, Players you're get away. some time off. Coaches don't. Yeah, yeah. It's 24-7. I mean, it's yeah. 24-7, 365 as a, as a college NFL co- uh, coach. I mean, you're at liberty and die that. Yeah. Now, how about as a player? How long do you see yourself playing uh, yeah. in an arena? Because what, now what level of arena is it? There are several different leagues. So, um, I don't know. They, they kind of tier them. You know, they have yeah. different tier levels. Um, the IFL is the, the highest tier right now. 
um, and they really kind of established uh, that league. There's 16 teams, um, and you get paid more, obviously, in that yeah. league. The AFL is coming out next year, I think, back, right. so you'll see the AFL. But we're at Tier 3, uh, so you got Tier 1, the IFL, and then Tier 2 is the CIF, um, NAL, yeah. Um, and then tier three is the uh, American West Football Conference. But, you know, if you really look at for our team personally, we're probably more of a tier two team. Yeah. It's just tough right now that we're uh, in a I saw in your a scores this last year. There was a lot of lopsided wins. Yeah, it was it was a tough one this year because we, uh, we ended up losing a team right before the season start uh, in Tri-City. So that oh. kind of that, – that just – it ruined a lot of things that we we're kind of planning for the year. Yeah. Um, so we had a lot of things that were going to happen, but ended up not working out. And we played some of these really low, low, low tier teams. Um, you know, obviously the games were competitive. Uh, we had a few competitive games. Um, you know, we played the championship game last week, and um, you know, came down to. Probably oh, it was the, just last week. Yeah, it was last week. So we went. Uh, we were, it was it was close all the way through until probably the fourth quarter, and then we kind of. You know, let loose, but uh, you know. So you guys won the championship. Huh? Yeah, chipper again. Yeah. So the first time you won it, or second time. So really? we won it in 2019. Did you get a nice ring for that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice little ring right there. That's so, pretty cool. Um, but yeah, we were in the championship uh, second year too. So out of the four years, we've been yeah. in the championship for the last three. Um, but yeah, we're, I want to play again. You know, I'm, physically, I'm I'm ready to go. I, I can still do it. Uh, it's just it's a lot because. Teaching all day, um, even coaching football, and then yeah. coming in the spring, we still have some football things uh, going on in the high school, but teaching all day and then going to practice from 6 to 8 at night, coming home and then get up early in the morning, it's, it's, it's a lot. And then working out, yeah. conditioning, and making sure that you're, you know, you're fit and ready to go, yeah. it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. So. But imagine it would be really hard for you to walk away. It, it would. Um, yeah. You know, I think now if, if I were to walk away, I think I'd be fine with it, yeah. uh, especially after winning a championship and, yeah. and kind of going through. Kind of the dream, right? Yeah, going you know, it's, it's, it's uh, kind of the, the, the dream of kind of in a career like that. Um, but I do want to play. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I, yeah. I really want to go out there and play. Uh, you know, I would love to play outdoor football if I could again. Um, but, you know, if it was arena ball still, I'd, I'd continue on with that one. So. But, you know, I'm going to have to hold yeah. tight on that one and make a decision down, down the road. It kind of goes year by year probably. Huh? It, it, it does. And, you know, especially in these arena leagues, you know, it, it's tough to keep a team, team around. Um, yeah. You know, we've been really fortunate for that horseman to, to be around for four years. Um, a lot of teams are two, maybe three years, and then, yeah. you know, they, they lose the finances, can't do it anymore. But, uh, you know, we've been keeping steady. We've got a good fan base down there. So, you know, if uh, we end up – Moving to another league and you know being a little bit more competitive, then I think I would you know sway to play. Yeah. Um, if it was going to be a season where you know, were playing some low tier teams, then maybe I think I'd yeah. maybe hang it up. Your, your parents get down to watch you play football? You know, uh, they've been down once. Um, it was my first game. You yeah. know, uh, it was just really tough. You know, especially for my dad working a lot. Yeah. Um, and then you know the nieces and nephews being in sports and my mom takes care of them a lot there's um, a lot to follow for those guys nowadays there is a lot yeah right yeah yeah so uh they try to get down there uh, my sister kim's been down there uh watching play uh, my nephew uh jimmy he's been there and then a couple times so uh haven't got the family down there you know really for for a lot of games she's been my family yeah uh for the last couple of years so um you know hopefully one of these days i can yeah have them come down there and just don't, don't just don't have them with beer and nachos in the front row right yeah uh you know <laughs> middle of the tier right there so you don't have to worry about that one but you know the balls do come through the 
the yeah. the stands right there. So you know you got to always got to be on guard. You got to keep your head on a swivel just in case something yeah. does happen. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I appreciate you coming on. Yeah. No, that's been great. That was. Uh, it's been a lot of fun talking to you, catching yeah. up. I've had you for over an hour now, and yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I, it's kind of fun following your career from afar. You know. Yeah. On, yeah, I appreciate you uh, on, following. On Facebook, you know. Yeah. And I'm not. Not the best at always paying attention, but I, every now and then I see it, and then I saw you pop on Facebook, so I said, hey, I wonder if you're coming to town this summer. Yeah, yeah no, I appreciate you. What the heck, you were coming to town this on. week. Yeah. So. yeah, no, yeah, it worked out really well. So yeah. I'm going to be up here one more time in August um, before we start high school camp, and after that one, it's going to be November and December. I'll come up yeah. for the holidays. Yeah. So. All right, well, well, congratulations with everything that's going on. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. looks like you're doing great, and yeah. good luck uh, going forward. Yeah, thank you. Proud to be from you, America. Say